Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. We are sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls. Just a great podcast app for everybody. Get it for free in the App Store. Send us your swag, Overcast. Well, we want to wear your backpacks and and T-shirts. Last week, we endorsed this advertisement, endorsing our show. Yes. So I would like some swag. Swag it up. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshipping. (laughs) What the fuck is the theme this week? The theme this week is no... No rules, just, just right. right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. So, okay, hello everybody. Welcome. It's sweaty in here. Oh, it's not great. Um, I got a little. What? I got a sweat thing going on in the small of my back. Ian, can you cut that? No. Nope. The audience doesn't need to hear that. He, okay, we leave in my burps. Okay, so you're often. right. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm like, Ian cut everything that I don't like, <laughs> but leaving everything Trin doesn't like. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, um, let's just start over. Okay. This week on Friendshiping. Okay, so we were on the internet the other day. And you know what? Let me pull up the Twitter of the person who said that because this was really helpful feedback. So we're getting feedback from y'all on the internet and we've been way too serious lately. Like our last few episodes have been like very sad and we agree. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really believe it when people are like, you guys should do a show where you just banter and just hang out. And like when people say that, I'm like, you don't really want that. I don't think they do. I I, bet this will be our least downloaded episode. You don't know what you want. (laughs) You want things to stay the same. You want us to do advice every week. But this week, um, I'm not really at full strength because I've been sick. And all the questions we've got lately have been heavy. So we decided to take a little breaky break. Yeah. And we're going to talk about ourselves for a while because it's been a while since we've done an episode about your humble narrators. Okay, I found it. It's uh, at Emily Grizzly, G-R-I-Z-Z-L-Y. You are a good fan and friend. <laughs> and like 15 people liked her tweet. She was like, things are like so exhausting on the Friendshiping show. And we're like, yeah, you're right, dude. Let's do this. So Jan and I went to see Detective Pikachu last night. Yeah, we went to... S- <laughs> we needed to lighten ourselves up. So we went to go see fucking Pikachu. Yeah, we went to see Pikachu. And we were going to dedicate... We were going to do a whole episode analyzing the movie. I think forgetting that it's not a movie that's really meant to be <laughs> It's by far the least important part of that movie was the plot. I lost the plot almost immediately. Nothing made sense. No. So we're going to dedicate the back half of the episode to talking about our night last night. And we will spoil Pikachu, but really not so. It's I wouldn't worry about the spoilers. I wouldn't I just, either. I wouldn't. <laughs> You'd have to be like a hardcore fucking Pokemon fan to be spoiled by this movie because like the the, the th- okay wait let's let's say I will also say we can't possibly spoil it because I don't know what happened in the movie. <laughs> if I spoil it, it'll be purely incidental. Like Mewtwo was God. Yeah, they were trying to make Pikachu. It's fine. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about our lives because that's what you think you want, and we're curious to see how this goes. And I wanted to say, we really love feedback. I really do, because yeah. uh, we're kind of we're podcasting in the dark here. Yeah, we've been podcasting in the dark for three years, like a really long time. And we're, we try, we have enthusiasm for this show every week, and we are so ready to like answer questions every week. 
And we legit have no idea how much you care about us personally and want to like hear about us. And so like whenever we edit these episodes, we're like, hey, Ian, cut out everything you possibly can that isn't important. And I don't know, maybe you want that stuff. Maybe you want that bullshit. We want to hear from you. Friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. We have no confidence or self-esteem. None. So you need to tell us what you want to hear from us. Yeah. And if we're doing perfectly fine and we should change nothing, like definitely tell us that. I love not changing things and working very little. Nice and nice and steady. We'll hold steady for a while. Okay, Trin, um, what should we talk about? I have extremely intense knock knees. <laughs> knock knees. So my knees go together when I stand up and my feet are like a foot apart. You're like a frog. <laughs> I am. I have very long feet, long toes. This is what you get, listeners. For yeah. Are you sure you to want banter. this? Trin's a great uh, swimmer. Swimmer. Because yeah. my flippers. Yeah, you got long flippers. You got long flippies. Jen, tell us about your garden, speaking about, like, you know, weird things that we do. Because uh, so this is how I got here. Yes. You're snuffly and sniffly. Yes. Uh, for cold reasons and for allergies, which makes me feel like you're going to explode in phlegm at some point. Oh, I did this morning. How did, did you put yourself back together again? Yeah. So I have been sicker than I've been in a long time. Last week, I was sick for, like, five days in a row. And I, kept, I was so deeply in denial about it, like, um, in the office— I came to the office one morning and it was like, it was really stormy and and kind of humid. And the first humid day of the year, first truly humid day of the year, I always get a little, like a little headachey, a little gross. It's just like part of, it's just part of my, my, my fun sinus times. Fun Uh, sinus times. (laughs) I'm her royal sinus. (laughs) Um, So Maria, my coworker and I, uh, we started keeping a count of how many times either of us sneezed because we're like, oh, allergy hell. And then I got home from work and I was like, it's so weird how I'm not feeling better. I'll take a nap. And then I took a nap and I was like, oh, I'll definitely feel better after this nap. Did not feel better. I was like, well, I'll just go to bed early and I'll definitely feel better in the morning. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, I'm so much worse. I think it's time for me to admit that I, I'm you actually sick. sick. Yeah. And I was. And I was down, down for the count. Like, all I did was sleep. And man, I totally forgot how badly it sucks to be sick. I was like, why didn't I, why didn't I appreciate my health when I had it so many days ago? <laughs> um, but my, when I finally started to feel kind of better, the first thing I wanted to do was go get some plants. And I went to Home Depot, and I did not steal. Why not? Because that's, you steal. I'm the goody two-shoes. Okay, okay, internet bad boy, Jen Bing. <laughs> Jen Dangerous. So I made the executive decision to do a small garden this year because I have too much going on in my life. Ooh. Not even just the wedding. Like, Trin and I, you, we have a big writing project we're working on. We're writing a book. We were writing a book. We can tell people Should we that? tell people? Yeah. We've been, I feel like. I feel like everybody has been, like, hinted that we're writing yeah. a friendshiping book. But, I mean, like, this isn't an announcement. We said it at C2E2. Like, we didn't say it at C2E2. We told the audience afterwards. I did shout it. You yes. did shout it. So, yeah, here's the—we're working on a book, and we're not going to say any more details about it because, because who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows who, because because I want I don't know. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, can can we tell them what it's about? Yes, it's about friendship. We're writing a book about friendship together as friends. Jen and Trin are writing a book. We're Pretty. both writing a book. We're both planning a weddings. Yeah, we're both oh. getting our face tattooed. <laughs> Whatever turn does, I have to do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming at you with a needle. It's so, this is the strange thing. So I, I mentioned to you a couple of weeks back, I would like to get back to your boogers, but sorry. Oh, no, I'm good. While we're talking about this, 
my doctor was like, you have to de-stress yourself. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah, I went to the doctor and I was like, I'm having these 10 physical ailments. What's going on? And she's like, they are literally all because you're stressed out. Wow. And what sucks the most is that like work is fine. My personal relationships are fine. I've had some like family drama or whatever, but like life is like actually pretty normal. It's just the whole planet that's stressing me out. Yeah. (laughs) It's the whole fucking planet. So what I said was, yeah, no, I'll start taking morning walks and I'll start going to kettlebell class again. I'm gonna start meditating. Great, great, great. But what I was really wanting to say was, bitch, then write my fucking book and fix the planet and get make abortion rights legal. I know. You I know? mean, like, can you can you make um can you fix this issue with reproduction rights? And if you can't, then I'm still gonna be stressed out. Right, right, right. Yeah. Can you reverse climate change? No. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna deal with the ten pounds of stress weight that I gained because cortisol is now my friend. Yep. I uh, I have this like kink in my neck for the past like nine days, and I know I a, nick, a, a nick kink. I have a, a neck kink too, not a kink for men named Nick. <laughs> you have a kink a kink for men named that's fucking awesome. That's weird because I did have a, a dream, not a sexy one, but a dream about my old friend Nick the other night. Maybe I'm still thinking about him. I don't know. Anyway, our necks are bad. Continue. Yeah, uh, this is where I'm holding the book right now, right in this part of my neck. Me the, too. Forty thousand words have to be written, and they're all right here. Oh, but it was, it's me. But the you're pointing the exact same place I have a problem, but the other side. Oh my God, twins. We are literally two halves of a whole body. I agree. Full of stress and boogers <laughs> and phlegm. <laughs> okay, so I went to Home Depot. To you went get to Home Depot, plants. yes. Trin, I know you are a vegan, so this information is not super relevant to you, but Home Depot serves hot dogs. Yeah, no, I've bought them before. Yeah, why? Um, uh, so my partner is Canadian. Sorry, I meant why do they serve hot dogs at Home Depot? Oh, they serve hot dogs at all Home Depots all, in Illinois. Yeah, I yeah. love this. It's a Midwest thing. Yeah, okay. I wonder, I guess my question was more broad. Like, is it a Midwest thing? Is it a United States of America thing? From what I understand, it is, in fact, a Midwest thing. I love that. That is the most Midwestern thing ever. I grew up eating Home Depot hot dogs. My parents were always, like, renovating their, like, house. It was, like, a point of pride to them. So I went to Home Depot a lot. And it was always, like, then we would get our hot dogs and eat them in the car. And I got to do that again. had my first Home Depot hot dog in the summer. (laughs) And it was not good, but I loved it. And all I could think was, like, this place is Dilf Central. It is. It's oh, my God. Dad's fucking everywhere. The magnet school for Dilfs. Dads love Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. They don't even need to take a test to get in. Yeah. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> Dads also walk too slow in the aisles is another thing I learned. Well, it's because, so they're taking it all in, <laughs> you know? Like, they're they're in their native habits. So I, too, am a Dilf. And so when I go to Home Depot, like, I mean, I'm just smelling the varnish. Plant daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm oh I'm becoming a weird construction daddy now. I love that. You've always had that Thank a little you. bit. You've always been buildy. Yeah, I've been sawing shit a lot. Yeah. Um, I uh I refinished uh an IKEA dresser the other day and like oh put on God. fresh knobs and everything. That's so cool. I fresh knobbed it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was really I've never had this before because as you know, I've been becoming more buildy as over time. So I went to uh, our local hardware store called Crafty Beaver. Oh, my God. I have a story about Crafty Beaver. We, uh, which we definitely need to hear. Yeah, but first I want to finish. Oh, the, there's the, the thing was, um, I, for the first time in my life, I was checking out, and uh, the guy was like, oh, what's you working on? Oh, and I was like, "You varnishing some some wood?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm varnishing some wood. I've got my power sander, and like we're like talking about it." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a dill for real." You are a 
still. I'm, I'm so, so glad he asked you that. And he wasn't like, what's your boyfriend working on? He, and you know what? Connell was with me. And behind, Fuck, and he, yes. he looked me in the eyes. And Connell's a tall, bearded, manly man. Oh, wait. I take it back. It was actually my brother who was with me who looks like he could be my dad. And he's bearded, isn't <laughs> he's he? He's hugely bearded. Jen, what's your Home Depot story? Oh, no, it's a Crafty Beaver story. So, But you didn't even finish your Home Depot story. Oh, just that. I picked up several dilfs and brought them all home. Oh, good. You lined your <laughs> shelves with them? <laughs> so, man, this is less of a story and just a weird little anecdote from college. Cool. So I uh, lived around the corner from a Crafty Beaver, maybe four blocks away when I had an apartment my senior year of college. And Crafty Beaver is the worst name. Yes. Now I think it's the best name, but at the time I was just like, I can't say these words. This is just like, I, 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 what? Crafty Beaver? Are you fucking kidding me? I, sometimes I call it the Beav. The Beav. <laughs> so um, one time I was like, uh, I was in my apartment alone uh, with like not a landlord, but someone our landlord had hired to like come fix something. And uh, I remember f- being like hungover. And, uh, like, really not, like, like probably, like, disassociating because, like, dealing with the stress of graduating and blah, blah, blah. And I remember having, like, the most bizarre conversation with this, like, handy worker who was coming to fix something in our apartment. And he was, like, looking at his phone and, like, trying to figure out if there was any, um, any place nearby where he could pick up, like, this missing part he needed. And he, and he goes, hey, is there, a, is there a hardware store around here? And the only place nearby was the Crafty Beaver. And instead of saying, yep, there's a Crafty Beaver around the corner, I just went, nope. <laughs> because I didn't want to say the words, yes, there's a crafty beaver to this man. <laughs> that is, I, you know what? I, I support it because yeah. like, how, how I just can you explain? I just couldn't say those words to this man in this moment. Yeah. Cra- everybody know the crafty beef? <laughs> <laughs> there's a hardware store on this intersection. You'll find it. You'll see it. I was like, I don't know. Just use Google maps. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> So anyway, this is my formal apology to that. To that, um, I'm sure he was perfectly nice worker who had to deal with me that morning, who was like extremely unhelpful because I couldn't say the words like, crafty no, beaver aloud. But I would never say the word beef to a man I didn't know. Yeah, alone in the apartment, hungover, yeah, stress. I just couldn't. I was like, no. Just. I support every choice you've ever made. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's talk about like the the stuff that we're we're making and doing lately. Oh my god. What? Jen. Yes. I just tweeted about this. Plant Shop Chicago is going to be hosting a plant swap in June and then another one in July. Oh. So it's I like am, your summer's booked up. I am pruning like a motherfucker. <laughs> I am dipping these these twigs into fucking rooting powder. I am taking my trash and putting them. I have so many yogurt cups full of little baby plants. Oh, my God. The second I found out they were doing this, I threw my phone across the room. I rushed into my, my office, and I just started snipping. Just snipping. <laughs> you went fucking crazy. I went book wild sniffing. <laughs> snipping. <laughs> sniffing and sniffing. Sniffing your plants. Do, you, do the plants smell when you enter your room? Is it like, oh, mm-hmm. it smells like plants in here? You know, uh, no. But when it, it also depends on the plant. I have a lemon cypress that I think I killed. <laughs> and and when, you, um, when you touch it, it smells lemony. Oh. Which is nice. And then um, some plants, when I uh, prune them, will just smell like really strong green smell. So like uh, a Hoya, I think, smells like pretty What's strong. What's the plant that your cats are obsessed with? Oh, the spider plant that makes them hallucinogenically That's high. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. And you yes. had to like put it back. I, I, so I only own two plants that are toxic to cats. And I keep them on a very, very high shelf that I, they cannot get to. And the other plant up there is this perfectly non-toxic, 
very easy to grow, loves bright light spider plant that they are hell-bent on destroying and eating and, and you know, sniffing because it's drugs. It's drugs. It's cat drugs. And if I ever, if they, if they ever do something that pleases me, like to like an extreme extent, you've pleased me. You've pleased me this day. I shall get you high. <laughs> I shall give you the acid that you crave. <laughs> and so I take a snip of it and, and let them uh, trip balls. Please, father. Please, May we father, have some drugs. Allow me to trip balls, father. <laughs> Papa. They say like I. <laughs> so Jen, in your head, what does Mavi? call you like uh, mom or friend or mama mama <laughs> <laughs> um friend no i think it, it totally depends um so mavi is part lab part shiba and part chow yes and those last two things mean she's like a sassy animal she gets she, she literally gets in like moods she's sassy and assy yeah she totally is she yeah very assy <laughs> her tail does the yeah anyway um so she will like have you ever seen a dog throw a fit like she will, <laughs> she will have like a toddler meltdown if we um, ever make her move from where she is sleeping. And I have to do that like three times a day because it's like actually this is where my, my computer is. I need to I need to sit here. Or at night she puts herself to bed early. It's very cute. But then she's like, it's like you can't sleep there. That's where I sleep. So I'll like have to. Um, you can't just push her. She's she's too bottom heavy. Aww, so you got to take the, you got to take the blanket and do like a magician's thing and like whip it out from under her <laughs> like a, like a witch. Or, or pick it up and make her roll, and when you do this, she gets very mad. She gets um, she's never she doesn't even play bite, but she gets snappy. Like stop it, stop, 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 stop it, stop. I don't want you to do that. Stop it. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, she gets mad. So she calls you my friend or my her, liege, her enemy when I <laughs> when I move her. Because <laughs> like Rose Beast, I think knows that she's the queen. Totally. And, and I do think that she thinks of me as, like, being, like, her humble handmaiden. <laughs> and Dargo's, like, the jester. No, Dargo it thinks that he's the baby of everyone. Oh. I think he probably refers to all three of us as Papa. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Um, all right. I think now that- we're talking about pets. Maybe we could talk about Pikachu. Yeah. Let's talk about the best movie <laughs> we've ever seen. <laughs> so— this movie, we went to, so we went to go see this movie last night because we were like, we need to get, we need to get going. We need to talk about friendship, whatever, you know? And so it was Jen and me and my partner and then my best friend Carlin and her husband and then their child, who I believe is like six? Six, five or six. Five or six. Uh, they look like eight because they're so tall. Yeah. Right? They're amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to see this movie with a kid. So Jen and I were basically like the weird wine ants uh, watching this Pikachu movie with one child. And and Jen, you got up and got yourself some wine, and I'm glad that you did. I did do that. It was $11 for a little (laughs) tiny pour of wine. But we were at the fancy theater, so we got to lean all the way back. Which was nice. Really taking the the cinema experience of this Oscar-nominated movie. It was... It was something. I so like it was one of those like it was definitely an environment movie. Like it was. Uh, I'm not a Pokemon person, and neither is Jen. Yeah, what uh, were we doing there? <laughs> right. I've played part of one Pokemon game, and I've watched Tom catch a ton of Pokemon. Yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. I mean, I wasn't like obsessed. I, I wasn't my my favorite thing, but I liked the little video game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't identify with it. I mean, I think I'm. I think I might have been too old for Pokemon. I was a Rainbow Bright nerd yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so it was interesting seeing all of the because like there's a ton of. 
Pokemon in this movie about Pokemon. Believe it or not. Definitely the best part of the movie was like when he was moving through the city and all the Pokemon were like hanging out doing their thing. Yes. That was really cool. That was delightful. I don't understand entirely the relationship between human and Pokemon. Yeah, me either. Um, At one point, I leaned over to Trin and I go, how is this not dog fighting? Like it is, but it isn't. Yeah, I don't get it. You have to trap the Pokemon, but like consensually. So it's like this BDSM thing. Yeah. And then they live with you and like they're like part of you and they go to work with you. <laughs> so it's almost like they're like your therapy dog. Like, do you, also. They're like a service animal. Yeah. But they also fight for you. <laughs> right. So like, and, and one of the main characters has a Psyduck, which was completely useless in the entire film except for like one moment. I know. I feel so bad for the Psyduck. All he does is get anxious and get headaches, which I identify with. Yeah. Like I, the whole time I was like, I unfortunately know that I would be assigned a Psyduck because that's who I am as a person. I would want a Bulbasaur and I would hope for a Bulbasaur, but a Psyduck, maybe it's more like I'm a Psyduck and, and my, my demon would be a Bulbasaur. Yeah, maybe like it doesn't match you completely, you know? I yeah. don't know. Because it has to be like complimentary, I think. Oh, I don't yeah, know. because the, so, okay. So let's talk Pokemons. Let's do this. Okay. So the main character was with a Pikachu, which was not really his Pikachu. Yeah. It was his. And he could, and Ryan Reynolds was inside him. It's I don't a know. whole, I don't know. <laughs> and then the, the, the lady, the main woman character is an intrepid reporter. Yes. And very brave. Yes. Does a lot of Gryffindor shit, but she has the Psyduck. Yeah, I don't, maybe, that's a good point. Maybe the Psyduck is to, is to compliment her and hold her back a little bit. <laughs> hold her back a I little bit. I wasn't a fan of how everyone was making fun of the Psyduck because he's mental illness. That's a very good point, He was Jen. nervous and he gets migraines. Shouldn't we be a little nicer to that little guy? I agree. And like, maybe she shouldn't be bringing him into stressful situations. Perhaps she is not a responsible pet owner. Yeah, I don't really think they're good for each other. Yeah. I did like the moment in the movie where Tim, the main, the main cutie pie, was like, I haven't been very nice to you, Pikachu. I'm going to change that. I was like, oh, that's a nice moment. That was a good friendship yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, because I was worried their whole dynamic. Maybe worried isn't the right word. I wouldn't say I worried over this movie <laughs> so much. But I was glad that their whole dynamic wasn't being mean to Pikachu and being sassy the entire time. Like, they became friends. There are a lot of good relationships shown in the film. A lot of bad relationships. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to talk about the absolute failure with treating people with disabilities in this movie. Yeah. Carlin made a really good point um, last night. In fact, when we were walking back home, um, Carlin pulled over her kid and was like, hey, so something not nice happened in this movie. Let's talk about it. Which was like the best parenting I've ever seen in my life. It's so inspiring. Carlin's fucking amazing. I loved looking over and seeing her kid climb into her lap during the movie. Yeah. Aww. I was like, you precious angels. But there was um, a, a character who uh, had a degenerative disease and for the last third of the movie got around with a wheelchair. The way he talked about it was like, oh, I'm confined to this. And it was very clearly somebody who has never experienced physical disability wrote this. Yeah, the whole thing was like, I need to get out of this wheelchair. It was, it was, a, it was a huge bummer. Right, right, right. It, it was what turned him evil. Yeah, what? Which is like... Well, it was about achieving perfection. It was so... It was weird. It uh, was icky. It was definitely icky. Yeah, we can't speak too much about it because at this point, I was totally lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, there was two sons, and then there was one. I don't know who's supposed to be good. It's like fine. Yeah. Let's go back to Pokemon, though. Yeah. Jen, if you were a Pokemon, do you know which one you might be? Man, I don't know. I don't know enough about them. I always liked the the fox one, Fennekin. 
think that's like a later stage Pokemon, late stage capitalism Pokemon. You're definitely a fire type. Oh. In my opinion. Interesting. Although I think your horoscope is a water sign? No, Cancer. Crab. Which is a water sign. Mm, It is. That makes sense. It's a crab. You're right. Snip, snip. (laughs) <laughs> um, so you know how all millennials know everything about like their zodiac sign is a is a thing, I yeah. guess, a stereotype. Yeah. I don't. Me either. And I so I Googled it last night and I was like put in all my info. And uh so I'm a cancer corn. Oh. So main sign cancer, rising sign cancer, moon sign Capricorn. And that me is very mean, mean meaningful. What does it mean? I don't. No, exactly. I feel at uh, ease with it, okay. and uh, and I and I am not one of those people who's like zodiac is hocus pocus because like fucking everything is. You know, it's like I, I, people you know identify INFJ or they uh, Hufflepuff or whatever because it helps us understand ourselves better. And I don't ever want to make fun of that, even when it's something really fucking stupid like uh, being a Hufflepuff, <laughs> <laughs> right? You right. know, like I I I think that uh, when we identify parts of our personality and, like, tropes and stuff like that. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just, like, us really deeply wanting to be understood. Yeah, I have I have a lot of thoughts about this that I can't get into because I'm sober. But, um, you know, it takes— I have wine It, it takes me—, me <laughs> No, that's good. Okay. Still technically in, in the work day. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah I have—I definitely have thoughts about how, like, people that in my life that I know use religion to organize their life in a chaotic world. And mm-hmm. I think this is just another— lighter version of like how do I how do I make sense how do I organize how I live my life or how I think based on the mess of my mind right right I refuse to make fun of anybody who is trying to find meaning in this chaos in any way that they do it that said I might still mute them on Twitter oh 100% yeah I want to talk about my favorite part of the movie can I do that? Yeah, please. My favorite part of the movie of Detective Pikachu was how absolutely certain Trin was that Pikachu was going to die. Oh, right. I would say Trin was resigned to the fact. From I would the say, I would say Trin walked into this movie being like, "Well, how long till Pikachu dies?" Yes. At one point, he like it was like ten minutes in the movie, and he like jumps or something, or like has to run away Dead. from something. And under her breath, not to anyone, not to me, not to her partner, just goes, "Yeah, he's going to die." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so true. I, it's so funny you thought that because I I thought he would get hurt or whatever and have that moment. <laughs> no, but I for certain he would be fine. You kept leaning over. Oh God! So <laughs> I th- you kept I, when I was like, what did Jen keep saying to me during the movie? Because I was like, oh, he's gonna die. I kept see- keep saying that's fucking awesome. This is awesome. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> but you said that to every trailer that played. <laughs> So, like, like, the best part about going to the movies with Jen was, like, you know, I'd lean over to be like, oh, this looks fucking stupid, you know? And she's like, that was so cool. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. And, like, and I know, I here's the thing. Knowing Jen, I know that at least, at least half the time she was being for real. Because Iron Man 2 is one of your favorite movies. Yeah. So is Cloverfield. Yeah. I just love monster movies. Cloverfield is pretty cool, actually. The first one? I liked the last one. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. The space one? The one where it's mostly a lady and trapped by John Fucking Goodman. Fucking love that one. The That's actually the really second good. one. Okay, it's yeah. very good. Oh my God, it's so good. The real monster was is white men. Yeah, yeah, so 100%. Good. So and, good. and also real monsters with real monsters. That's also true. <laughs> I fucking love monster movies because they're like scary, suspenseful movies, but that don't scare me because they're probably not real. Probably. Speaking of reality. I don't know. I understand also in the Pikachu movie, you had um, a, a thought 
plaguing you, start to finish. Oh, yeah. Where are all their little weenuses? <laughs> same, same, same question goes for the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Yeah, Why where's is his penis? He should put pants on. Yeah. No, I agree. Or tell us where the penis is. Yeah. I, was, I mean, that's all I was looking for. Was like, yeah. Oh. Where where'd penis go? <laughs> How does Sonic become pregnant? Where do more Sonic come How from? do Pokemon reproduce? I do they? Is there egg? Wait, you know what? I'm sure this is something we can go. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. reproduce? Internet dorks are going to be all over this. Actually, it is a system that humans don't understand. True Nobody that. has ever seen Pokemon breeding. They breed in daycare, where only the old man and his wife take care of the Pokemon. Well, that's convenient. They give them privacy time when they do their things. Later, old man, this is from Cora. Later, old man claims to have found egg, which is given to the player if an available spot is available. So they, they don't what? give live birth? They hatch eggs? They, uh, it, Pokemon are reptiles. All of them? Are they, I don't know. <laughs> I'm making this shit up. <laughs> but bas- so, so some Pokemon have fur, and some Pokemon. And I don't see any nipples either. Now oh that, my God. Not that we're on the subject. Do, I'm Googling. Do any Pokemon have nipples let's see Pokemon with nipples there's a whole list I would say go to wow. go-, go to Google images and really, really list of Pokemon with visible nipples Militank Nuzleaf oh this is terrible hold on Pokemon we gotta Google image this this is extremely important I can't believe we're doing wow. this wow so yeah some of them do have nipples some, of the, some Pokemon have nipples so perhaps it is true that Pokemon is an umbrella term for many different species under from many different kingdoms. Oh, because I know my classification system. Anyway, yeah. Also, like there was some of them were fish, right? Yeah. There so was, they wouldn't have a pebus. Maybe they all have hidden cloaca. Oh, like um, like Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi has to have a cloaca. Does Yoshi have a cloaca? We, this is spinning wildly out of control. Maybe we should stop talking. I love Yoshi. I do, too. So cute. Oh, this is a picture of Yoshi's beehole. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, well, that didn't take long to go blue. This has been Friendshiping with <laughs> Jen and Trin. If you would like to send us a question, please do. Friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. We Don't also, make us do this again. Yeah, please, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to harass us online, the best place to do that is on Twitter <laughs> at Do Friendship. Uh, our personal Twitters are at Jen Dangerous with two N's and at Trin and Tonic, just the way it sounds. <laughs> uh, thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing, and congratulations to you on your new plants. I saw them on Twitter. Nice. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to. She's got a, a jade plant. I'm gonna have to ask her about. Thank you to Erin Parman from editing. Thank you for Monica Verma for being our agent. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Alex Cox, the podfather and audio daddy, for just, you know, keeping it real. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Enjoy all your Red Bull. Enjoy all your Red Bull. And thank you for listening to this. All two of you. New friendship at the problem. Multi. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm Googling something before I make this joke. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Very responsible.